You are now listening to the Derek's Mega Bowl podcast. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. It's my quarterback. You play to win the game. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. With your host, Derek Hubbard, Eric Barsh, and Jake Smith. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. What's up, Mega Bullers? Welcome to the Derek's Mega Podcast. This is episode 21. I'm your host, Derek Hubbard. Alongside of me, we, as always, we have Eric Barsh and Jake Smith. We have a fun episode for you guys. It's championship week, and we have the two representatives the afc and the nfc champion joining our episode and we're also going to talk a little dynasty talk again we're going to redraft the 2022 rookie draft but before we get into all that let's say hi to eric and jake eric jake how are you guys how was your christmas weekend good um uh, sung out with family well that sounds Same. Sound, pretty, you sound uh, like you're real excited about that. Yeah, it was fine. Okay. <laughs> I was excited. Santa, I mean, it's not, do like, you not make Santa's nice list or what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, once you have kids and you get older, you're like Christmas is for the kids. So right. it's Definitely. just mostly just running running around for me. Like exactly. If traveling. Been, I think that's the answer he gives for everything. If he would have been hunting for a day, he'd been like, it was a great weekend. It was so much fun. I mean, I still got out. I still got out. I did a little Thanks, pheasant hunting. Yeah. I went, Eric, I went ice fishing today. Good weekend? It was a pretty boring weekend. I was on call for work, so just sitting by oh, the phone man. waiting for gas leaks. But, man, no, it great. was good. We had Christmas, but, like, I don't have kids like you guys do, so it's not as exciting for me. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting when they first walk out and see the presents, but then after that, it's hell <laughs> right yeah. just fantasy wise together. eric you still in any leagues jake i know you made the championship in two leagues yeah i made championship in two leagues and i'm playing for a third place in a third league so uh, i you know as usual i did pretty good this year <laughs> as usual eric you have any championships on the line this upcoming I got, weekend i got one I'm trying to go back to back in a league before i quit it so <clears throat> But the other one, I got smoked to go to the championship. I had a bad week, but the weather was a trash nice. team. I had Justin Fields and Deshaun Watson and the two worst games, so it wasn't a plus. So, so was the weather why Deshaun Watson did bad? Because he hasn't had a good game yet. Just hasn't had if, a good sash lately. If Justin Fields had the passing <laughs> stats Deshaun Watson had, you'd probably crown him a Hall of Famer already. Let's not get back. I already, I already have. <laughs> well, I'll ask. We'll ask Ben and Andrew the question here when we when we get them on about the Justin Fields topic, the debate we had the other night over on Facebook. All right, like I said, we have Ben Binder and Andrew Ferguson, the two representatives for the Super Bowl, joining our episode. They're starting to become regulars. They were on the episode last week. Did a little trash talking. And it sounds like it worked. And now you guys get to do some trash talking to each other. I'll start with Andrew. Andrew, I'm going to ask you, if you win, what are you going to do with your winnings? Hold on, let me make sure my wife's not around. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I need. Uh, I want to get a new driver. You know, got uh, got the irons. I'm gonna go geek out on the golf course this summer, play with the kids, and uh, got them all set. So now it's time for for dear old dad to take care of himself. <laughs> Attaboy, I like that. Ben, what about you? I I haven't quite thought about it a, a lot, but I did make a big purchase recently. Just bought a camper, so I'm kind of in like the replenish mode. So this is, uh, you know, can certainly make me feel like I'm digging myself out of the hole. So I would appreciate anything that goes back in that fund. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I still have a membership to buy at Wild Ridge and Mill Run Golf Course in Eau Claire. So that's definitely on my mind. So are you guys like me? You only tell your wife half of what you actually won in fantasy football. <laughs> Uh, I don't have headphones on, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got your answer there. No, this is exciting. It's it's always fun to see championship weekend. You guys definitely had two different routes of getting here, especially last week. Andrew, you laid the smackdown on Jonah. You got anything to say about that? I mean, he did all of that research and barely cracked 50. Well, I was actually, you know, more concerned about Jake if you need a new car. I mean, you you bought that sales pitch pretty easy from him, so I figured he'd be an easy sale. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> Jonah, and, uh, hey, I mean, you, he, you did he what He was you what I thought he was. Yeah. He was just in a bad situation, losing a quarterback. You know, yeah, he picked up Tua, but Tua got a concussion in the sec- or second quarter and looked terrible in the second half, so... Yeah, I think that was kind of the start to the end for him. And Andrew, you just had another great week. Ben, you had you definitely squeaked one out. I think going into Sunday night, you were down roughly 60 points. You had Fournette and Ruchad White. Yep. And then Monday night, you had Eckler. And you actually sent me a video. You want to tell us a little about this? Yeah, so the – well <laughs> – the whole week was crazy and, and, and a long week too, because of Christmas and like everything going on and um, the layers of games, you had a game on Thursday, you get game Saturday, you had games on Christmas and then, you know, Austin Eckler for me on Monday night. So it was, it was like, where's the end of this thing? And, um, uh, you know, it feels like uh, everybody had off work, you know, except for us, us guys in the liquor business and maybe, uh, you know, if you're worried about a gas leak or something, you're probably working too, right? But um, so what I was getting at is uh, everybody else, my family had been, well, my wife was partying with neighbors. And so this kind of set the tone for Monday night, big game, right? I uh, got home from work and the party was at my house. Yay, right? Monday, okay. So you have a choice to make. You can either become an a-hole and try to kick people out of your house, or you can join the party. I think I made the right choice. I joined the party, and I played catch-up. And by the time game time hit, I was ready to go, fully ready to go. Uh, some of this energy is starting to wear off. Third quarter's coming around. I need five points. Third quarter ends. Uh, fourth quarter starts. I'm like, I got to do something. So... Um, like I said, my wife and I have been drinking. I said, I'm going to go stick my face in the snow. I need to, you know, a little good luck. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know what really brought that idea out, but, uh, she recorded it and I went out there face planted, just stuffed it in there. And I got out and I had this big mound of snow on my forehead and everything. I, and, uh, all I can say is it worked. It worked. Here I am. 
<laughs> it, it got Eckler in the end zone. It certainly did. Yep. Yep. So it was wild. Um, um, yeah. I mean, could have easily gone the other way, you know, it really could have, you just never know. Somebody pulls a hamstring and all of a sudden you're sitting there with like, Oh man, you know, that was it. So um, my, yeah, my family definitely thinks I'm a degenerate um, after the holiday season, pretty much every Every Christmas we were at, I'm watching the TV. I'm like, who do you want to win this game, Jake? I don't care. I just need this guy to suck. Yes. Market this guy to do yep, good. I was the same yeah. way. <laughs> and, and finally, uh, uh, last night, I was rooting I was rooting against Zach Moss last night. And my wife's like, you're still watching football? Like, I need this guy to suck. And she's like, why? Like, I'm like. And I told her why. I'm like, if this guy sucks, this is how much money's on the line. I just got big. And I'm like, oh fuck. So now she knows. <laughs> well, don't mess it up. Don't come well, up short oh, this you know upcoming what? week. There was something else I wanted to add. Um, because my opponent had made a last minute move. Uh, he had taken out Hollywood Brown and plugged in Cam Akers. And that darn near ruined my Christmas. Watching that oh, guy wow. score three touchdowns, yep. that was like you, you know. Oh. And I'm like, I'm so. And you mad. overcame and it. Like, well, that's that's why the whole thing it was like I said, it was a wild ride. And then I stayed up and I watched that game that went into overtime, and I watched my two running backs from the same team put up a <laughs> combined forty points. It and then I'm like, I'm within reach. <laughs> is that a dig? I, I can, yeah, yeah, that was a dig. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> <laughs> was that a, to Eric or did me? I pick against? Did I pick against no, both that, you guys? That was to Jake. Yeah, I don't think awesome. I picked any of you guys. No, he, he was like, "Hey, what are you scared of? He's got two running backs from the same team. What's he doing? What am I doing?" <laughs> I had to, I had to uh, figure out a way to, to, to go against Eric. I, I, I could have picked the same Jake guy has, he did. Yeah, Jake has no logic to who he picks. It's pick against me. Whatever pick I pick, he picks the opposite. <laughs> Usually it works. It didn't work last week. Hey, I don't. I I tweeted retweeted this out last night, but uh, one of our Mega Bowl members, Nathan Yonke. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that name. He shared on Twitter and he tagged Matthew Barry in this tweet. He showed his loss from Sunday night. He was up twenty something points, and he was going against. He had Denver defense going, and he was going against the Rams defense. You think you're up 20-something points and you got defenses playing. Easy win. He loses by – I don't even think he loses one. by a full po- – yeah, he loses by a yeah. point because Denver got negative and Rams got whatever. And Matthew Berry actually retweeted and quoted, like, saying this is one of the worst defeats everything or in the that he's seen. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool seeing one of our makeable members. It sucks that he took that bad defeat, but when you have somebody in the likes of Matthew Berry, who is the face of fantasy football – tweeting it out you know that's a pretty yeah. bad that's a pretty yeah. bad loss that's crazy so hey i'll start with andrew the floor is yours let the smack talk begin i feel like this this i'm hyping it up to be like austin versus the rock you know those two squared face to face in the ring you know talking shit to each other i'm expecting big things so don't fail me oh andrew, i was mike is yours blazing um until you sent that email that Ben's six seven, so. <laughs> <laughs> so 
might uh, choose my words a little bit more carefully. <laughs> but no, I, I think, uh, first of all, thanks for having us again. This has been such a fun league. Um, my kids stay up and watch it with me. So it's kind of fun to teach them that. So that's, uh, you know, it's kind of tough to teach them the degenerate side. Like, they can win by this much if this guy does this and this guy can't do that. And so they're not quite following along all the way yet, but it's been fun. So, Ben, congrats, man. I'm looking forward to this. Your job, Alan Dawson Knox, scares me. I'll give you that. I think it's going to be a knuckle-down, drag-out fight. But Justin Jefferson is 26 receptions away from the all-time record, and I think they're going to chase it. I think uh, I think I put up a couple duds with my running backs and got her getting healthy. I mean – Research is research. I know Jake said that, you know, he's not looking at the matchups, but uh, based on the matchups, I I like what I see. I projected from, I expected nothing less from draft day. So I'm looking forward to it, but uh, with a first place prize, I think I'm going to put champion on my driver and just customize it a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Ben, you got a rebuttal to this? Uh. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, I should I, thank you guys for having us on. This is awesome. Um, and congratulations to Andrew for making it this far. Um, I do. I see a lot of the same things that Andrew sees. I see a lot of good matchups. I see a lot of explosive power on both teams. Um, I, uh, you, you know, something I was just checking out today was that we are going to have one hell of a Monday night showdown. Josh Allen versus Joe Burrow. That's going to be wild. Um, and, you, you know, you're right. You got Justin Jefferson. You got Joe Burrow. Josh Jacobs, who's been hot, red hot. You know, he had a little bit of a dud last week. And your team does scare me. But maybe not in the way that you think. It just scares me that a roster like this can make it this far. I just don't get it. Uh, you know... I got players like Amon Ra, Josh Allen, haven't even quite peaked yet. It's going to happen this week, and I'm going to crown myself the champion. Looking forward to it. Love it. But I do wish you the luck, because you're going to need it. (laughs) You know what I think would be fun? Rather than having you guys leave for this segment, how about you guys stay on during our predictions? Eric, Jake, are you guys ready to predict the Super Bowl matchup yep all right let's let's look at this all right representing the afc we have the number seven ben binder versus representing the nfc the number nine andrew ferguson andrew right now his lineup is joe burrow josh jacobs james connor dj chark justin jefferson goddard aaron jones zonovan knight darius slayton and the cleveland browns defense Looking at his bench, he does he does have Jamal Williams. He could throw in there Deontay Foreman, potentially David Ajoku, but I'd probably play Goddard over Ajoku. And then look at that Ben's lineup. He does have Josh Allen. He's got both of the Tampa Bay running backs, Fournette and Ruchad White, Austin Eckler, Amon Ross, Brown, Juju, Dawson Knox, Say Jones, Deontay Johnson, and Philly's defense. Looking at his bench. Yeah, I don't know. He does have Zonovan Knight and Jamal Williams. It'd be interesting to see if one of you guys do put them in the lineup if you try to cancel out those points. But, Jake, I'm going to start with you. Who are you picking? I'm going Ben um, in this matchup. Um, I don't I don't like that he's starting two running backs from the same team. 
Um, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> see, this is why we don't do this. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I do like Dawson Knox. He's been hot lately. He started out really cold. Um, you know, the 6.8 points projected, I think it's double that. Um, obviously I I really like Leonard Fournette. I think he, he gets all his points projected. Josh Allen's going to get his points. Eckler, of course, is going to get his points. Receivers are okay. Um, I'm not a big Amon Ra St. Brown fan, but he's he's been coming on hot again um juju smith schuster boomer bust uh, I, I think it's the flex that that i like here um zay jones deontay johnson and Rochad um versus andrews flex i think that's what i think that's my that's where i'm going ben on this one um aaron jones he's he's questionable um he he had a rough week last week he could be, he might not play. I don't, or if he does play, he's injured and they're just going to go Dylan. Um, and, and Slayton and Knight. I mean, I, I'm just not, I, I, I think I don't, I, that's pretty weak in my opinion. Um, defenses, Eagles with the Browns. That's, that's easy. Uh, Eagles. So yeah, I'm going Ben and a nail biter. What's the Monday night game? Who plays Monday night? Buffalo and Cincinnati. Oh, so yeah, it's really, uh, it will come down to Monday night. Yeah. It's going to come down to Monday night and Josh Allen's going to, going to light it up. Love it. Eric, we got, <sighs> I hate agreeing with Jake. I'm, you pussy. I'm basically, anything. <laughs> but Andrew will probably like it that I do that. <laughs> Cause I'm, you want to win first. I would have for sure went the opposite. I would have found a way. <laughs> I'm going Ben because because of his running backs. Um, Is it because of two running backs on the same team? Yes. And <laughs> are they you do picking play Carolina a- at home? What's that? They do play Carolina at home. Carolina's been actually very solid defensively. I think, I think the biggest thing is is uh, um, Brady can't throw it downfield right now. So they're really reliant on Fournette and and uh, Richad right now. Yeah. When do we yeah, stop he, saying Richad? Jacobs has had a couple duds in a Ever? row. And I think Andrew's going to learn his lesson on Zonovan Knight and probably not start him for a third week in a row because he's had two pretty crap old games in a row. So either he'll go Deonta Foreman or he'll find something else to slot in there, Adam Thielen maybe, or Jamal Williams. I'm not really sure what's available on his waivers, but Goddard with another game, it'll be a second game under his belt back. He should have a better game. I don't think Aaron Jones really had a bad game last week. I think he scored. So, um, I don't think he, he did score. I don't think he, yeah, he, he had six points. He did last score. Oh. oh. Anyway, but, uh, I just think with DJ Chark and Darius Slayton, I think I'd just rather have Rashad White and, you know, Juju over those two, if you want to compare two positions, because Amon Rod seems to be putting up pretty close to the same numbers as Jefferson. Um, but then I think Josh Allen's probably got a little bit of a better chance of scoring probably five more points or so than Joe Burrow. But yeah, I, th- I think it, it probably does come down. It's probably uh, within 20 points on Monday night, and it's going to come down to those two quarterbacks. So 
if they both stay mistake free on Monday night, it's going to be Ben, I think, walking away with it. Man. I'm going to go Aaron with Jones my gut. said 5.4 points last week, by the go way. Go with my gut. The team that I've, I since Nick Budden won out, I've said Andrew's going to win it. I'm going to stick with it. But Andrew, I think you got to do some work, man. I, I don't like the Zonovan Knight and Darius Slayton start. You know, Jamal Williams at home against Chicago. I would probably throw Jamal Williams in there just because I think he will potentially get a touchdown. The Detroit Lions at home versus on the road are a completely different team. They're chugging out at home. On the road, they're absolutely terrible. And then I would probably throw in, I know Tampa's defense run defense is solid. Deontay Foreman is coming off a huge game. Actually, both Chuba and Deontay coming off a huge game. But I'd rather have the for sure touches than, I mean, Zonovan Knight's getting the touches, but their run game has just been pure shit lately. So I would probably have Jamal Williams and Deontay Foreman in there instead of Zonovan Knight and Darius Slayton. And with that, and I I like what you said about Justin Jefferson. You know, he's so close to that yardage and receptions record. And you know for sure they're going after it. So I think he's going to get force-fed the ball. That's part of the reason, too, I I wouldn't put Adam Thielen in there, too, because I think they're just going to look at Jefferson the entire time. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be real close. I think because of Aaron Jones also being a ghost last week, and there's a lot of Twitter buzz because of that, saying, you know, back to the free Aaron Jones and get Aaron Jones the ball. I could see them definitely trying to do that. So with that said, I'm going Andrew. I think it's going to be close, though. Monday night is going to be fun. When you have Joe Burrow and Josh Allen that are going to fight off, I mean, just – for a football fan, just watching those two play against each other, it's going to be fun. But the fact that this is the Super Bowl matchup, I do need Josh Allen in one leg to go off. So I am Me rooting too. for that. <laughs> Same. I'm hoping I'm hoping he does go off. Um, <laughs> Fuck Joe yeah. Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, and for Ben, too. I, I don't mean, think I'm got, against him. You got Jamal Williams, too, that you could potentially throw on Deontay Johnson. He gets the targets. It's just he's just not getting in the end zone. So he scares me, Zay Jones. I could see him having a bounce back. I don't know who the Jaguars played. You guys know who they play this week? Oh, they play Houston. So Zay Jones. Zay I Jones expect- has been that guy that, like, one game he'll go off, the next game he'll get bust. Yep. Next game he'll go off. It's, it's been back and forth for him. So. And last week against the Jets in that crap weather, you, you couldn't expect either Zay Jones or Christian Kirk to go off. But you're playing Houston at home. Yeah, I, I think Zay Jones will be fine. So. Zay Jones has kind of turned into one of those guys where he, he's done good enough for you that if you'd be kind of out of your mind to bench him, you know. Right. But last right. last week, I kind of I, I, I kind of smelled that one, too. I, you know, sniffed that one out. I was like, he's probably going to throw a dud, but I can't bench him. I just couldn't bring myself to do it, you know. Right. I mean, sure enough, two points, you know. Yeah. But – and it did look like Sauce Gardner was all over him, so – yeah. I mean, that could have had something to do with it, but yeah. So I, I mean, this is going to be, this is going to be fun. This is going to, I think it could be very high scoring, but Andrew, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with my gut this whole time. I thought you were the, you've been the hottest team and I feel like luck's on your side. Yeah. Uh, you nailed two of them. The Aaron Jones, I'll keep an eye on that one. I haven't set the full lineup. That's um, on the night, he's just been an easy play just because it's been canceled points. I mean, yeah. he hasn't been much of a player for me. He's just to cross out somebody off the list and make him catch me. So I definitely think Deontay, uh, 
Foreman is going to make it on to that one. And then I thought Thielen, but yeah, everything that you guys said, I mean, it's all kind of if they force feed him, but I, I don't know. Trusting Kirk Cousins has been tough, but I mean, he's been the guy. I mean, I lost sleep last week. You know, they were right. within half a point, but I mean, should have been playing him. It's Minnesota just, at Green Bay this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're going to be hoping for a shootout against Green Bay. And it's, I don't know. And that's that would, terrifying. That would worry me. Outside Kirk is not good. Right. You know? yeah. It'll be high 30s, but still. I mean, it's still going to be cold. And Seems yeah. like good, really good receivers always torch the Packers, though. They just, you know. I mean, like, I know last week was in a dome, but both Waddle and Tyree Kill had their share and it, it it's quite often happens that their number one guy will just eat against the Packers. But um, <clears throat> yeah, that, that one does scare me for sure. Selfishly, I want to find somebody on the Bengals that I can stack with Burrow just so we can have two and two on Monday night. Oh, I'm I wouldn't so do that. that. Yeah. Burrow might so have negative points. Irvin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Tyler well, Boyd, guys, you know, it hadn't done anything this year, but yeah. um, anyway, go ahead, Derek. No, you guys are good. Hey, thank you guys for joining this episode, putting up with us all year. I thank you guys for listening. I don't know if you guys listen to it weekly, but, you know, this does. This is something I want to do is bring in the two champions. I didn't know if I'd actually make it work, but this is fun. And listeners last week, they they definitely said they enjoyed the little trash talk that was going on between three of the four of you guys. And. I hope they enjoy this one. So best of luck, Andrew. Well, Ben, I don't know if you plan on coming back, but if Andrew, you said if you win, you you were going to try to come back on that Sunday so we can actually meet you. Ben, it would be cool if you can come down, but I know that's a long ways away. Oh, you yeah, guys, the Platteville? Yeah. Have you guys ever been to Platteville or the Annex ever before? No? Many, been to Platteville really. many years ago. Okay. I'll buy you a longie if you come. Yeah, I, I will. Yeah. <laughs> They better the be buying us longies. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? If we buy oh, you two, one of us yeah. is gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like All right, guys. miles away from my house, so I'll buy one. <laughs> well, whoever wins next week, I do want to bring you guys on the final episode of the season. Um, just to kind of celebrate and we'll have a beer with you. How about that? Sounds good. All right. Well, good luck. Thank you for joining us and look forward to see you guys next week. All right, yeah, good, good luck, Andrew. Guys. Good luck, guys. <laughs> All right. Jake, Eric. That was fun. That was yeah. fun. You know, two good it's, guys. It's Getting, cool to meet the people that are in the championship and then talk about their team. I, right. I enjoyed that. And especially, you know, we we spoke to them before we started this episode, so you're getting to know them a little bit more. And that's yeah. the whole purpose of this. This is exactly why I did this, just to get to know other people across the state or across, you know, the country who have the same interests as us. So definitely fun. All right, guys. Last week, I got some good feedback about our dynasty talk. People definitely liked it. And uh, so we're going to do this again. Did I get any mailbag? No, I didn't get any mailbag. No. Someday. Someday. You you know, I just have a fifth year. Yeah, Yeah, possibly. All right. So. We're going to look back last year at the 2022 rookie class. So we're going to redraft the first round of the rookie 2022 draft. 
Eric and Jake are going to go at a, at a super flex approach. I'm going to go at it as a one quarterback approach. It's not going to be much difference, if no. any at all. Well, uh, Eric, maybe with the exception of no. maybe one player. Uh, but I have the 2022. This was the consensus rankings based off of all of the drafts as of August 31st. So here's one through 12, the first round. This is how the experts and everybody else, us, you know, when they pulled all of their stats, this is what they came up with. And this is including Superflex. Number one, Brees Hall. Number two, Drake London. Number three, Jamison Williams. Number four, Traylon Burks. Number five, Garrett Wilson. Number six, Kenny Walker. Number seven, this is where the Superflex comes into play. Kenny Pickett was number seven. And then after that is the same for both Redraft and Superflex. So it would be Chris Olave, then Christian Watson, James Cook, Johan Dotson, Johan Dotson, and George Pickens rounding it out at 12. So if it's Superflex, Pickens wouldn't make, he'd be the 201. But in one quarterback, he would be the 112. A lot has changed since then. There's been a lot of names that probably are in this list that weren't in the first round, or there's some names that might have left the first round. So we'll just each go one by one. We'll start at one and then just kind of give a reason why. So, Eric. What I think is crazy about this list, I'm just looking at, it right, at yeah. my list right now. And I have I have fourteen names. I know we're only, we're only going through twelve, but even even fourteen names. There's only one receiver there that we know the quarterback situation for next year. Yep. One out of right. every single wide receiver on that list, everyone is ninety nine percent sure probably going to have a new quarterback next year. That's just yep. I think that's just crazy. But yeah, actually, I agree. Even, even even for the running backs, there's one running back that I see that's going to have a, the same quarterback next year. A lot of these players are on crappy teams. And I also look at this too. A lot of these players, you know, you look, I'm looking at the, the consensus rankings. A lot of these guys might be good by candidates this off season because some, a lot of these guys just didn't perform Yep. either based off injury or they're just on a crappy team with a crappy quarterback and dynasty. A lot of these guys did perform. But there are guys teams. a lot that did perform. So, all right, let's start at one. Eric, who would you draft at the 101? Mine doesn't change. I would still say it's Brees Hall. I still think, I know people are going to say running back, get hurt a lot, and then he got hurt this year towards ACL, but he's still only 21 years old at the hardest position to find an advantage at. So, yeah, I'm still going Brees Hall number one. Jake, what about you? I, I don't disagree with you. I, I, I'm just going, I'm going Kenny Walker just because not because Brees Hall got hurt. Um, going Kenny Walker because his situation is a lot clearer. His team is a lot clearer and he's shown his abilities. Um, obviously, you know, the Seahawks are a running team. They use Kenny Walker as he's supposed to be used. I would have took him one, one without the injury to Brees Hall. Oh, based off his team. Yeah, these are the two guys that I'm going to say I have them at one and two, and I it's real close. I had them real close going into the draft, um, and I, I, it's just as close as it is now. So I do have Brees Hall yep. at the 101. But if you gave me, if you said I had to take Kenny Walker at the 101, sure, 
like I'm, I'm going to be sure. thrilled with it. So Brees Hall, he showed me a lot. I mean, he probably would have been the offensive rookie of the year had he not got hurt. ACL, yeah, that's a little scary, but athletes are coming back from ACLs like they're nothing. Sure. Um, the only thing that worries me about Ken Walker, though, is in, and maybe it's just going to be this year and maybe next year they have a different plan for him, but he doesn't get passing work like Brees Hall does or, or a lot of those bell cow running backs get. So I think right. that like that right there just bumps his value down just a little bit. And I also wonder how much they're easing him into things. Right. You know, he's coming off an injury. It, it's just hard to tell because when he first came back um, and when Penny got hurt, he was just getting all of the touches and it, it was almost like, do you, and then he gets hurt. You know, he's been injured really most of the second half of the season too. So I wonder how much that goes into play. Brees Hall just looks so damn good though. He was explosive. He was making it, but also with him, he doesn't have a quarterback. We don't know that quarterback situation. Um, he does have Michael Carter still there. Zonovan Knight showed that he can play, but I, it's still Brees, Brees Hall's backfield when he is healthy, but yeah, I take Brees Hall. The Jets invested in him too. Right. Right. Exactly. So, all right, Eric, what do you have at one Oh two. So I actually kind of tiered my players, but at two, I thought it was very hard to rank these, but I'm actually going Drake London at two. And it sounds like you two are both going to go Ken Walker or Brees Hall. I think you could, it depends on what your team needs because you're obviously, if you have a top two pick, you're probably in a rebuild mode. So whether you're loaded at running back, loaded at wide receiver or whatever, whatever you need, I don't think you go wrong going Drake London or Ken Walker here, but I actually have Drake London as the number two here. Um, I just think he is the top tier wide receiver in that class, the youngest wide receiver in the class. He's got the size, he's got the speed, the route running, the hand. I mean, he's got he's he's the full package. He's he's going to be a wide receiver one for the next five to six years, easy. So, is he your top wide receiver going in to last year? What's that? Was he your top wide receiver coming out? Yes, last he year. Was mine. It was yours? Okay. Yeah, it was mine. Yeah. So Eric is following the consensus rankings. Jake, what do you have at two? I got Brees Hall, number two. Uh, you know, when he was healthy, he obviously showed his ability. Um, the Jets invested in him. At, was he, a, he was a first-round pick, right? If I'm, second. He's second-round pick. Second-round pick. They traded up to get him in the second. So they traded up. Okay, that's they traded up to get him in the second round. They're invested in him. He's obviously shown his ability. The only reason he's not my one-one is the Jets are an unknown team um, going forward, and also his injury. Um, the ACL is, you know, he's probably gonna be fine, but that's why he's one-two. Right. I guess instead of one-one, it's close. And I already said mine. One-zero-two is Kenny Walker. Absolutely love the guy. For a lot of the offseason last year, I had him as the 101 but ahead of um, Brees Hall. And I still, like I said, I, I might even take him at the 101. But right now, I just got feeling what, I, what I've seen out of the two so far. Brees Hall just looked more explosive. Like I said, he would have definitely been the offensive rookie of the year had he stayed healthy. So, But I could flip-flop. You ask me tomorrow, I could say Kenny G. Babe Walker is my 101. So, All right, Eric, 103. My, my three is Ken Walker. Um, I think he's like, like I said before, he's in the, in the second tier, him and Drake London, depending on your needs. But I, I think he's one tier down from Brees Hall. Um, but you can't go wrong with the pick there. So, yeah. Love it. 
Do you guys, would you guys know who you would have taken at the 103 going into it? Like last year, can, do you guys know your own personal rankings? Oh, see, I'm weird like that. I still know what my rankings were. Well, I didn't, I didn't have a first round pick last year, so I didn't need to really rank I, you guys. I did. Um, for me, it was like I had a list of five, six guys, and whatever one was left, that's what I was going to take. You know what I mean? I had five first, so I was very invested into. But I mean, my top five really didn't change. Maybe okay. the order, but who was who was your top three last year, Derek? In order, I had Walker and Hall splitting, and then I had Traylon Burks as my top wide receiver. I, I absolutely love Traylon Burks. I still do, but he I, has. I actually was happy that Traylon Burks did not fall to me. I was gonna take him, but I didn't. He was like my least favorite one of all. But he's another they, one. Uh, his situation just sucks. His quarterback play is just. It's if terrible. they roll with Malik Willis next year, I wish I could drop him from my rankings right now. <laughs> yes, they won't yes. roll with him. They'll but get a veteran think, or something. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna roll with Jimmy, Malik. Like, Jimmy G. Could be. Like Jimmy I'm just saying, a guy like that. Jimmy I'm not G's saying going to the Jets. Be. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. I yeah, what you mean. yeah. I mean, someone like that. All right, Jake, who's your three? I, I think number three, and I, I know you guys won't agree with me, I think you have to go Garrett Wilson. He's he's a potential um, rookie of the year. It doesn't matter who's his quarterback. It doesn't matter how dysfunctional the offense is. He has proven to be a playmaker at the position, and I see a lot of years of success from him. Well, Jake, I agree with you. backlash on Garrett Wilson, I think he's got all the talent in the world. I think he's a top – Two wide receiver, him and Drake London. But, like you said, he's going to have a new quarterback. He's going to have I, 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 But it doesn't matter. Just He just produces. Right, but, he, but, but, but he's got a new quarterback. He's got Brees Hall coming back. And he's got Elijah Moore to deal with. I'm not, not that it's been dealing with Elijah Moore all season. Like, it doesn't matter. But Drake London, he's going to have a new quarterback. Yep. I can yep. see them. And Drake London. Running back. Drake and London was the guy. He was the guy. And he still couldn't outproduce Garrett Wilson. Because they have this year. Desmond, they, they have worse quarterback plays than the Jets do. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, Jake. Alphas, but I think Drake London has less to compete with than Garrett Wilson. That's, I guess, my point. Do you, do you not fear Kyle Pitts? I don't. <laughs> I'm starting not to. I'd, yeah. I mean, given a quarterback, fading. he gets a quarterback. You should fear him, but yes, yeah. but I don't, right? I mean, yeah. it's th- this is going to be his third or fourth year in? Third this year? His third year. Third year in, he hasn't done a damn thing yet. That's like it's saying year he, he did you have, should be afraid of Debo because of Kittle or he, His receiving like yards, he did have, he was close to like the rookie record. He just didn't have the touchdowns this past year. His air yardage was there. He was very like top five air yardage. And even if you look at film, like the dude was open. It's just Mariota was missing him. So Mariota's so bad. I just and yeah. to think he was a top two NFL draft pick. I, I well, went in, what was I went into Atlanta this thinking this season. Thinking Mariota was gonna be great for that system and Kyle Pitts because what Mariota did with Delaney Walker years ago. Right. And apparently he has none of that magic anymore because no. he was terrible. Right. 
All right, my 103 is Garrett Wilson. Jake, you hit it on the point. He's just, or hit it on the head. He's, the dude is a stud. I had Garrett Wilson, I had him at five last year. So he's moved up to number three for me. Um, he was my third wide receiver. He's my number one wide receiver right now. I knew he was talented. Um, the Jets did fear me a little bit, him being drafted there, but I don't, he's, he's, uh, he's quarterback proof and he's only going to get better. You know, I don't know if he's actually going to be top three, top four dynasty wide receiver overall. I don't think he has the makings of that. Cause there's, I mean, there's just some good wide receivers right now, good young wide receivers, but definitely top 10. No question. If you have a top 10 dynasty wide receiver, that's, that's huge. Yep. So yeah, he's, he's a guy that's going to be a, a must start every week in your lineups for the next, you know, seven to 10 years. He's just got good route running and solid players. So Eric, who do you have at four? Garrett Wilson. Need I say more? I think the biggest thing last year going into the draft and why he fell so much <clears throat> was because of the way Elijah Moore finished the season with Zach Wilson and Elijah Moore looked like the real deal. And maybe he still is, but that offense is just dysfunctional. Um, but Garrett Wilson showed that he's just a, he, he, he is a stud and whether it's Zach Wilson's probably the worst quarterback for him, but we obviously know Zach Wilson's not going to be the quarterback there next year. Um, but Mike White starting again this week. I mean, yeah, I think you have to take him as a top, top couple wide receiver for sure. Mike White and Zach Wilson will not be the starting quarterback next right. year. For that. Right. Hey, not to interrupt this, but. Jake, I got a message. Tell Jake his dynasty takes sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I just read it. It was I had to share it. Sorry, man. My dynasty takes from last week. Right now? From last, last week? Yeah. Someone's what just my... listening to it right now. No, no, no. Some no. I some guy asked me a question. He's he's got some 2023 draft pick questions and what he should do with it he's been asking me questions i said i'm re i'm recording right now and he's that's when he said tell jake his dynasty takes suck <laughs> i just I mean, it, so. jake you're just jake, so hated i mean it, you can hate me right now just watch wait till yeah. see what happens the thing is is like it's so long it takes so long and then by the time it comes around I'm like oh i didn't say that yeah whatever uh, Bijan mustard robinson yeah i always <laughs> thought he saw whatever all right, who's your four? My four? Yeah. Eric's four? My four? Eric, I'm going to go London. Um, just his abilities. I liked him ahead of it. I just, I hate his situation. Okay, so they're going to have a new quarterback next year, right? But their judgment, Atlanta's judgment was so poor on making Mariota your starting quarterback for the entire year. Like, I, I just... Like Ritter, I don't, I'm not a fan of him. I don't think he's going to be any good. So they're going to roll with him, and you're just going to have the same shit next year. They're not going to roll with Ritter next year. There's no way. So who are they going to get, though? Are they going to get one of the top four? Yeah. They actually won too many games. I know. To That's get, the thing. Uh, so, but how many quarterbacks who, are going to be taken in that, that top tier? Like Seattle's going to have a top pick because of Denver, but. I wouldn't be surprised if they resign. And are, the, are these quarterbacks this year any good? Like yeah, I've heard I, a lot exactly. Of these quarterbacks aren't that good. Yeah. Um, and then who are they going to get for free agents? Like 
not I didn't hear anybody any free agent quarterbacks getting all hot and bothered to go down to Atlanta and play. So your, your boy Derek Carr might be a hot free agent. Well, there you there go. There are like, so many quarterbacks that are going to be on new teams next year that yes. the Falcons will have a new quarterback next year. Yeah. Whether it be whoever be they have will be better than what they have. I agree. I'm just saying Carson that their judgment on who they get. Exactly. Yeah. Has been poor. I'm. Yes, it has, has been poor. So I'll put them at four, but I'm not. I don't feel confident about it. Yeah. All right. This guy has moved up. He was my wide receiver five. He is now my wide receiver two. And that's Garrett Wilson's old teammate, Chris Olave. Love him. I just didn't know how his game, I knew he was smooth. He was a very good route runner. Um, good at finding the end zone. He had that deep threat ability and I didn't know how much that would translate and it definitely translated and it's translated more than what it has shown because he doesn't have a guy that can get him the ball just misses him deep down the field. And almost like that, I say about Kyle Pitts, he just, Chris Olave has been a stud. He's going to be the wide receiver one, the alpha on a, a Saints team. But like them, they're going to be looking for a quarterback. They're another one of those teams that we just keep talking about. I'm hoping for the best. Every, every guy that I'm talking about, I'm just hoping that their quarterback situation improves or they land somebody great. Um, but yeah, Chris Olave, he's jumped up. Quite a bit in my rankings. If I had to, if I had to guess, if if um, Jameis Winston is healthy next year, he's probably their starting quarterback. Yeah, I, I, this quarterback carousel that's going to happen this like offseason. Three-year deal, I think. So, but Alave's kind of like Garrett Wilson. He's kind of quarterback proof. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He definitely does better with Winston. Andy Dalton's not doing it for him, but. He's yeah. Winston's there on a, a also, longer contract. But they, too. Yeah, they don't care that that contract is just not being played. Like Winston, I mean, most of these quarterbacks. You look at Russell Wilson. Look how shitty of a job he's done. You can't bench him though. You have so much money invested in him. You just you can't bench him. Right. Where Winston, he just has a minimal contract. I think he's getting like eighteen twenty million dollars, which is still a lot of money. But look at the quarterback contracts Short nowadays. Term. Yeah, yep. to have a viable backup like that, sure. So, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, another one of those situations where the quarterback needs to improve. So, all right, Eric, who's five? My five is Chris Olave. Like you, for everything you just mentioned, um, I, like you said, I knew he was a good, like a really, really good route runner at Ohio State. But I'm always skeptical of those Ohio State guys because it always seems like two or three of them are on the same team. So which one is really good? Which one's really not? Who's getting the coverage? Who's not? Um, but he showed I, – I never realized how much of a deep threat he was too. And when he ran up whatever it was, a 4-4 or 4-3 at the combine, I was like, wow, he's a lot faster than I thought he was. Um, but, yeah, he's my number five. Jake? Olave. Um, if you If you told me – you know, at the three, four, and five, you know, you could have Wilson, London, or Olave, and I ended up with Olave. I'd be perfectly fine with it. That's how close those three guys are for me. I don't really care. I'll take out. I'll take any three. And Olave's at five, but yeah, I could definitely put him at any other position. You know, three, four, or five in my rankings easily. I got him at the one nine last year. That's crazy. we did it right after the NFL uh, draft and. 
you know, guys like Christian Watson went ahead of him. Damian Pierce went ahead of him because people want the running backs. You got the Packer love and Christian Watson and Olave just kept falling yeah. in. I took Watson instead yeah. of Olave and I'm, I'm still kicking myself. I, I think I got, I think I got Wilson at like six and then Watson at seven or something, or maybe yeah, think, just something like you were, that. You were back to back or something like that. Yeah, I was back still, to back. And I, back. I mean, if you could stay on the field. Well, he's not my team anymore. Right. I know you traded him, but he's not the bus that like he started out to be. Do you want me to explain that whole thing no. to you? Yeah, we, we can skip that. Oh, All right. Yeah. My number five is different from you guys. I'm going back to my wide receiver one just because I still believe he has the ability to be the true alpha of this class, and that's Traylon Burks. He's shown flashes of it. Um, he's got the body type just to dominate a football game. Like we've keep saying his quarterback situation, all these quarterback situations. And honestly, he might have the worst quarterback situation going into it because the Jets, at least Mike White can throw the ball. Malik Willis, he can't throw the ball to save his life. So I don't, I don't know. He can't even throw it out of bounds. No, (laughs) that scares me. So I, I definitely don't think, I mean, if they were to get somebody like a Jimmy Garoppolo or, a Derek Carr, you know, one of these quarterbacks are going to switch teams. It would make me a lot. It make me feel a lot better. Um, they're not going to have a high draft pick coming up. They're still fighting for a playoff spot with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So it's going to be interesting, but Traylon Burks, you know, they traded away AJ Brown to draft him. They have a lot invested in him. So I think next year they're really going to focus on getting him the ball. And this team's definitely going to change in the next year or two. Derrick Henry is not going to be there. Derrick Henry is not going to be Derrick Henry for, you might get one more year out of him, of him being Derrick Henry that you can just ride him. Eventually, Father Time's got to take over, right? Like he, All that beating he's taken, so I could see the offense completely changing a little bit more. The NFL is more of a pass-happy league, so eventually they're going to have to come with the times, and hopefully Traylon Burks is leading that charge. That's my... My hope. That's more rather than what I see production wise, this is more of like my gut telling me. Rather. So right. all right, Eric, who do you have at six? My we're six going. We're, I thought we were gonna do the top five. Oh sorry, man. First round. We're doing the first round. Oh fuck. How he many how many teams? Thirty two? We'll, we'll do we'll do twelve. <laughs> um 12 my six is George Pickens. Um, he's like the the last of a tier for me. I know he kind of went like at the back end of the first round, probably in the consensus. Um, but he's he's at six for me. He's got he's the only wide receiver that we know their quarterback situation next year. Kenny Pickett has not looked very good this year. I didn't think. I'm hoping that he can progress with he's with tiny hands. <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's got a real tiny, small hand. Tiny, but. Uh, it, but but that doesn't really matter when all you got to do is throw the ball up to Pickens. Whether you throw it deep or you throw him hitch routes, I mean, the guy is every bit as talented probably as one of those top guys that we're talking about and Garrett Wilson or Drake London are pretty damn close to it. But I just think – I think he's probably just, just after those guys at six for me. But I think a whole offseason to train with Pickett, knowing Pickett is the quarterback next year, is going to be huge for those guys. Yeah, love it. Jake, uh, I'm also going Pickens. Uh, I, I he his playmaking abilities 
were on display this season at, at, at such an early stage in his career, the catches he's making with the offense that they have. Uh, yeah. George Pickens. Uh, and he, he was a guy and his only thing was his, his health, right? Like he had a, he had an injury and that's why he dropped in, in the draft. Really and, character but, issues. Yeah. He, he had some character issues. That was a big I mean, thing. Who doesn't? I know, but yeah. he yeah, must have some pretty bad ones. Yeah, George Pickens. All right. my He was my wide receiver four, and he still is my wide receiver four, and that's Drake London. I don't know what else I'm going to say that you guys haven't said. Um, I mean, he's got the size. You know, he he's done decently well for having a shitty situation, but pure upside. I, I did. What's that? I had him at wide receiver. Yeah, four. Yep. I'm really surprised. I, I would like you to explain. I don't want to, you to focus on his positives. I'd like you to focus on why originally separation. you even had him at. His separation. He, in college, like, he it, won. Him the being a big motherfucker doesn't, isn't, a, isn't enough separation. Him just going up and getting mm, a ball. We've, we've kind of seen. I've, I've seen a lot of busts. Nikhil Harry, you know, not being able to get the separation. I can't think what the Iowa State guy was. And I know I told you guys this one, the one guy, Butler, Hakeem Butler, who coming out, he was a lot of people had him at the 101. And then he eventually fell out of the, well, some first round, but he was mainly a first round guy. He was another guy that reminded me of Drake London. If you put them in the same jersey other than Hakeem Butler being a couple inches taller they looked exactly the same so that might be maybe I'm just blinded the, by that the Nikhil Harry comparison is really good now I'm only going to see Nikhil Harry when I look at London shut up <laughs> that's because you only watch bear games and that's sadly your best receiver and just think Nikhil Harry was another one that was a one-on-one in that draft class that's the thing though wide receivers they are so hit or miss. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I always try to stick at least at the 101 taking a running back. Because it's very rare that if you pick a running back at 101, he flops. Where wide receivers, oh man, Corey Davis, you look at, you know, Nikhil Harry. Was Corey Davis 101? Back in Corey the Davis. I did do so, Dynasty back then. So. Yeah, so he was the wide receiver one coming out of that class. He was by far, oh God, I, I I absolutely hate Corey Davis now, but coming out, I was all about Corey Davis as a wide receiver. And yeah, I traded a lot to get up to, I think the 103 and Corey Davis just freaking killed me. So, but yeah. He was also, he, wasn't he a small school wide receiver too? Western Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, I mean, Drake London, I think he's kind of the end of the first tier as of wide receivers right now. He was the end of the first tier of wide receivers last year for me, too. Um, I had a different guy who I will be talking about here um, next. At He was my wide receiver three, or wide receiver two, I should say, but he's dropped it out or dropped out. But yeah, there was four guys at, at tier one for wide receivers, and there's still four guys as a tier one. So he just... You you could really throw any of those four around and I'd be happy. At least Who's one. your seven then? So I'll yeah I'll uh, I'll just go to seven. Um, this is the guy that I had at wide receiver two just based on pure talent alone. If you a lot of people said he had the most upside in the draft, and that's Jameson Williams. 
Yeah, yeah, he's been hurt all year. Um, he's had what one catch for 40 yards and a touchdown. He hasn't done anything. I know he's just slowly coming back, but the dude can fly. The dude can. He's not just a deep threat. Like he can actually separate on routes, but he is the guy right now that if you're a dynasty owner, you probably drafted him in the top six, easily top six, I would say. And you're probably sitting on him frustrated. You're lo- you're watching these last couple of games thinking, I got I have a bust because he hasn't done shit as of late. And you're seeing these other guys producing. Yeah, you're seeing Amara produce. You're seeing Chark get into the mix. But I do think. Oh, I just mean the rookies. Yeah, you're seeing other rookies. So you're probably down on him. You know, this is one thing too. Like, I and you guys have learned how much rookie draft picks become gold. Like, even the back half of the first round, early second round, if you have multiple second round picks, I would, I would 100% trade those picks for Jameson Williams based on the upside. Because I, I mean, people are so down on him. He's he is my number one buy candidate right now. I love buying those, you know, rookies going into their second year that just didn't have the promising season that we thought they would. But now we just expect rookies to come out right out of the gate because we've seen it as of late. And that's not typical. So yeah, the new wears off. And yeah. So and especially with him, like you had to expect. I didn't even expect him to play it all this season. I mean, really, probably shouldn't have played. And you can't tell me he's fully healthy. So, yeah, that's my seven. Who do you guys, Eric, who do you have at seven? Uh, mine's going to be a little unconventional, but I'm going to go Christian Watson at seven, honestly. Um, I just think he has shown his athleticism this year. Aaron Rodgers has missed him on a whole lot of deep routes, and he's also not gotten the right call and ran the right route on a lot of, on a lot of routes that might have been a touchdown too. But – I think his athleticism has really showed he can catch the ball. He kind of got over that early season injury bug. He was kind of getting hurt every game there for a little bit, but he went on that touchdown spree. He's by far the best receiver that they have. Um, and I think that they're going to have to build around him as a wide out, whether he, you could put him anywhere in the field slot out wide. You could put him at, in backfield, almost probably and motion him out, run him like a Debo or something. Cause he's got that speed that can burn you. But I think, out of any of these guys, I wouldn't. I, 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 they're pretty interchangeable, like you said, with Jamison Williams in like a in a separate tier. But he's my he's my next, the best of the next there. He's also in a situation too. He's definitely out of all these wide receivers we're talking about has the best quarterback situation. Right. But that's for but maybe another year. You don't know for sure that Aaron Rodgers is going to be there next year. Right. That's the that may be for another year. So who knows? And Jordan Love, you know, he's he's got one more year in his deal. Is he going to want to stay around? Like, hey, the Packers haven't shown me love. They kept <laughs> love hasn't felt love from the Packers. That sounds so stupid. But uh, um, he might be frustrated with Green Bay and just say no matter what, hey, I want out. Like you guys the, haven't. What's the Badger score? I see you keep looking. Yeah, it's 3 nothing. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, we're Ooh. driving the ball down the field right now. Okay, good. So. But yeah, that's a good. Hey, I love Christian. I don't love Christian Watson, but I was I love Christian Watson right there. So, Jake, we got seven. Uh, I I got a guy that you know if you know before before the the actual NFL draft, I I really like this guy. I wanted my Bears to take him. Um, the Packers end up taking him, Christian Watson. Uh, he's he's just raw 
athleticism. And that was not what Rodgers wanted, you know, right away. You know, Rodgers wanted refined receivers where Watson was not that, um, just raw ability. And I, I think in the long term, I don't think it really matters what team he's on. I think his abilities will shine, and I think the rest of it will come along. And I, if, I, if I had to draft it, you know, and, and it's the – what were we on seven? Yeah. It's like I end up taking him seven, I'd take him seven again. Right. Yeah, he went seven in our rookie draft in the league that I run. Um, yeah, I have him at eight for ex- all the reasons we just talked about. So if if he was tied to Aaron Rodgers, a younger Aaron Rodgers, and I knew he was going to have Rodgers as quarterback at for the next, you know, five, seven years, yep. I'd probably have him up there around three or four. Just yeah, you're, you're married to such a God. I hate calling Aaron Rodgers a great quarterback, but you're married married to a great quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers, he, he obviously likes Watson. And if Watson or if Rodgers likes you, you're probably going to be well off. And he's trying to get him in the end zone. That's who he's looking for. You know, when he's getting down there, he's throwing the deep balls. So to him, and yeah. Christian Watson, he, he's definitely came around. I, I know Dynasty owners had a little scare because Romeo Dobbs, a guy who a lot of people didn't even draft in rookie drafts, looked like this offseason, you know, during preseason. And even at the beginning of the season, Dobbs looked like the guy. He looked like the rookie to have. But now Watson has definitely come around. He showed his raw talent. I mean, the guy's so fast. He's he's big. He's definitely talented. And he's coming around and he's only going to get better. So yeah, Watson, I mean, we could look at this list next year and we could have Watson at one or one, two or three. I, I'd still be hesitant even with, even or with, we might uh, have him at 12. <laughs> yeah. even if Rogers is going to be there in the next four years, I'd still be hesitant moving him up in the draft. He's hurt a lot. Yes. I, I, I meant to say that I had that jotted down. This guy is very injury prone. You're not going to get 17 games out of him. You know, we, we make fun of Christian McCaffrey. Well, don't make fun of him, but, you know, that's the stigma around him is, oh, my God, you, if you get 10 games out of Christian McCaffrey, well, McCaffrey early on in his career, he was healthy the entire time. And he's a running back. He takes a beating where wide receivers, what, you're getting hit? Uh, I mean, yeah, they block, but let's be honest. Wide receivers don't really block. And he's getting hit maybe five to maybe 10 times a game on routes. Right. If you're getting hit that many times or that few times and you're getting hurt this often, that's a little scare. And when you're having in like hamstring, constant hamstring injuries, you're probably going to be prone to that the rest of your career. Usually when it's muscle, muscle tissue issue, muscle tissue injuries, they just keep reoccurring. So I hope not. It seems like it. Yeah. Cause he, he's a talented player. I hate seeing Green Bay have another great or good wide receiver. I hope they continue to suck, but he's got a little bit of Jordy Nelson in him. He does, in a way. He's got that speed, hmm. but he's just bigger. I mean, but bigger. Yeah. All right. Shittier hands. Eight. Number eight. I'm gonna go right back to where you were just talking, Traylon Burks. Hate his situation, but like you said, they traded A.J. Brown away. They're going to probably evolve that offense around him. Derrick Henry, like you said, is not going to be there for very long. 
it all comes down to what quarterback's going to be there. And he's him just like Christian Watson. If I knew the quarterback situation, it'd bump him up five, five or so spots. He's, he's fast. The only thing that worries me is there, there's a couple things. And I messaged you about this, Derek, is when he catches the ball in, at Arkansas, he ran to the end zone every time. It looked, it, it was like you couldn't tackle him. It's just, he just out, out, outran everybody in the NFL. It's like he's trying to like avoid contact, and it's like, oh, don't hit me! Like he just kind of like sidesteps and just goes to the ground. He has no moves after the ball so far. It's his rookie year, yeah. Um, but then also his route running—he never really had to do any crazy routes at Arkansas. They always did underneath or end arounds or just like is all like almost like short stuff or straight down the field. So. His route running really needs to come a long ways, and I'm obviously he's been working on that a lot this year, playing the outside, playing the slot, depending on where that they are going to line him up at. But once he can define that route running a little bit better and be a little bit better after the ball, which is what he kind of was getting talked up to be pre-draft last year, um, he could move up more. But as of right now, I would take him at number eight behind Christian Watson. And I think, too, a lot of people, kind of like me, I watched the Arkansas versus Alabama game where he just dominated a good Alabama secondary, and they just couldn't stop him. Like, he just, he looked like a man amongst boys. And I think I'm just waiting for that to come. I just can't stop seeing that in him. So I know it's in there where it's like a Des Bryant just domination, you know, like that elf, that A.J. Brown. They got the size. You can't teach that, and you can just physically beat a Oh, cornerback. Hoping that comes around. I agree with you, though. There's there's a lot of red flags to be scared about. So, Jake, eight. Eight. Uh, I got Jahan Dotson at eight. He's, you know, a lot of people are worried about his speed. Um, he just has a knack for getting open, though. Uh, even with McC- McLaren um, lining up opposite of him, he's still produced, and he's really producing right now. I'm nine receptions a game or targets a game. Uh, I, I, I see a guy, this is a guy I took at like the 15th pick and I wouldn't, I would take him at nine. Yep. I would have no problem with that. He was number 11 ranked guy, number 12 in super flex. So yeah, he, he's definitely one. That's another situation quarterback who the hell is going to be the quarterback next year. Can't mm-hmm. imagine it's somebody on the roster. If you're already benching nope. Heineke again for Wentz, it's a complete mess. So, all right. I, at nine, have the third running back coming off the board. And this guy probably wasn't the third running back coming off the board for rookies last year. Um, but that's Jake's boy, Rochad White, Rashad White. I was kind of, I, I loved him coming into the seat or to the draft, but then he got drafted by Tampa and they just re-signed Leonard Fournette. And then you just don't know with Tom Brady, how much longer, I don't think he's going to play at Tampa next year. I think he's going to play football. I just don't think he's going to play at Tampa next year, but the guy he's, he's really the one a in that offense running back versus Fournette. They're, they're starting them. They're giving the ball when it matters. I mean, yeah, Fournette's still getting his, his touches, but He's just the better running back. He's having four at the end carry. of his career too. Yeah. You're he's, seeing he, it. more yards per carry. He's, I would say he's a better pass catcher. He's showing he can do the bell cow work and he's just, he's 21 years old. 
So yeah, they're going to be a different team next year, but you're giving me a starting running back like that at what the one nine. Sure. I'll take that. Take that all day. Eric, I know you're shaking your head, but what do you got? My nine is Jamison Williams and everything you said was right. I mean, he's a freak. He's fast. He's one of the, one of the most talented wide receivers in this class. So maybe he's a little farther down that than he should be, but they got a lot of weapons in Detroit and until I can see how healthy Jamison Williams is, I just have a hard time moving him any farther up. If I got an early first round pick, I really don't want to put it on a guy that I don't know when he's going to play, when he's going to get a full workload. Um, I know people who have, who have drafted him in dynasty and they hate it and they won't trade him because they want to see what he is first. But so like you said, he's, he is a buy. But for what price? Because right. if you drafted him and you haven't played him all year <clears throat> and you wasted a middle first round pick on him, you're not going to trade him for anything less than that because you're going to wait to see what you have in him. And you're probably not going to pay any more than that because right. who knows what he is. But he could be a stud or he right. could be he could just never live up to what he should be because he's never fully healthy. So because of that, I just that's why I have him slid so far down into ninth. Yep. Like it, Jake. Uh, nine. I'm at to agree with you, Derek. I have Richard white. Uh, you know, he started out real slow, um, but lately, I mean, he's a rookie and he's competing with Fournette, a guy who was a top 10, top five running back last season. And he's, he's competing with him, and he has flex value now in the playoffs as a rookie and next year that, you know, that's going to carry into the next year. I, I, you know, Fournette is even, it will Fournette be with the team next year. I don't, I don't know. He's got if a he, three-year contract. contract. I don't know what the dead cap hit is. Right. Like he, he could, he could be gone. Um, I, I, you know, at this late in the draft and you can get a running back that you could play in your flex spot. That's gold, especially in our 14 team super flex league. Yeah. No, I agree. All right. My 10. I have George Pickens and I didn't even have George Pickens in my first round last year. Part of the, re- he definitely had the talent, but part of the reason was landing spot. I wasn't sure about Kenny Pickett, the whole quarterback situation, Deontay Johnson. They just re-signed him to a big con. Well, three, I think it was a three-year deal. Three, three year, yeah. Three-year. And he was the, he's the one was the one. They also had Chase Claypool and you have Fryermuth and Najee Harris. So, where is he going to fit in this situation? And he's definitely shown that he probably is Kenny Pickett's guy. You know, Deontay Johnson on paper, well, people will probably say he's still the 1A and Pickens is the 1B, but I don't think Deontay's going to be there next year. Really don't. I, I don't think he's having any fun watching. He's not getting the targets with Kenny Pickett like he did with Ben Roethlisberger. And like what I was watching him, uh, George Pickens scored the game when he touched down against, uh, they play the Raiders. Yeah, they played the Raiders last week. And all the wide receivers went over and celebrated with him. And I watched Deontay Johnson just walk right out the field and he was pissed because it wasn't him. You could just see it. Like, you could just, they, sh- they zoomed up the camera to his face. He didn't say anything, he, well, at least when they were showing up. But like, you could tell he's visibly upset that he's just not getting the targets that he's been used to for the past three years. Right. 
So if that's the case, they traded Chase Claypool to your Bears, Jake. And then if Deontay's not there, I mean, this is his entire. I mean, he's the clear one A then. So, yeah. yeah, George Pickens, he's another guy that could easily move up this list. He could escape my tier two, move up to tier one. So, Eric, who do you have a ten? Well, like you said, we're doing super flex. And at this point, I think you have. It all depends on what situation you're in. Again, if you have two or three really good quarterbacks or QB QB one QB twos, you probably don't go this route. But for the most part, Kenny Pickett's the pick here. Um, he's the only quarterback that you're that you're going to draft in that first round. Malik Willis and Desmond Ritter would be probably the next two, and they're not even close to touching this any at this point anymore. But Kenny Pickett has not done very good this year, but he has gotten better. Um, he's going to have a full off season of this is his team from here forward. Um, I mean, they're, they're basically, they're invested draft capital wise in him for at least probably the next two years. So yep. he's got him, he's got, he's got an alpha and George Pickens by his side. Um, he's going to have Najee Harris. He's got Jalen Warren. I mean, he's got, good weapons around him. I think they're going to build that offensive line and make that better because he needs help there. And if he can get help there and he can develop his game a little bit more, I think he'll be a great pick at number 10. I'm disappointed in you, Eric, that you, you took the wrong quarterback. I knew you were going to take a quarterback being super flex, but you being a 49ers fan, I think you took the wrong quarterback. The future of 49ers no, he's, he's playing not. right now, and when he carries you guys to the Super Bowl, he's a great backup. I'll give that to him. Great backup. Oh, save this clip. Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's save this. All right, we're talking about Brock Purdy too. If, in case you're not picking that up, Eric's a 49ers fan. Mister Irrelevant. The fun, the fun ride. Hop on board. Yeah, Jake. You're, right. Jake, you're a Bear fan. You have nothing to root for the rest of the year. You must hop on the Purdy train. <laughs> Root for losses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and and quarterback rushing records. Yeah. Hey, he's rooting for it, too. He already said to everybody he's going might for that well record. Go he's got nothing it. else. It. Might as well go for well, it. Well, he didn't try very hard last week. Yeah. He might All as right, well. He'll, he'll be the backup next year to Will Levis. So, <laughs> so this is 10, right? Yeah, this 10. is 10. So if I'm sitting at 10 and I have the number one uh, running back for the next couple years for sure. I'm going Damian Pierce at 10. He, as a rookie, you know, he's thought to be competing. You know, there's some questions about his, you know, he's not a big playmaker. He just is the bell cow. He's on track for a thousand yards rushing as a rookie. He's going to be the running back for the next couple years. I'm probably going to take Damian Pierce at 10. So I have him at 11 and he wasn't even picked in the, he wasn't one of the consensus first ranked. He did go 108 in my, my league draft. Um, I would probably have him higher if I trusted that they wouldn't draft somebody because it's going to be, Lovey Smith's not going to be the coach next year. They're probably going to have a whole different regime in there. So who are they gonna? They're gonna draft a. They're gonna draft a gonna draft running a back. You think of the second round? 
Yeah. So I can see that. What do they have for other picks though? They do have another first round pick. They're gonna have yeah, but they won't go. They got all of Cleveland's picks, basically. Yep. So yeah, they're gonna have a lot of draft capital. Um, they have many. I don't think this next draft that they go running back. If they do, it's a backup. I I, I don't don't think that they're gonna take someone. No, but I could see them going maybe fourth round. I mean, uh, Damian Pierce is. I think he's third or maybe fourth. I can't remember what he is. So they don't have a whole lot invested in him. But I could see them drop drafting a complimentary back where he won't have that same bell call role that he does. But yeah, I mean, if you're telling me I'm getting a guy at 110, 111, that's going to be starting for me for one, if not two years. Sure. Because at this point, you're just throwing darts. I mean, there are some yep. studs still left that we're talking about, but the running back is such a premium position that if you can get that advantage and with how many running backs get hurt every year, if you're telling, even if he's a backup you know somebody that i can plug and play for my bench hell that's a win so right mm-hmm. eric 111 no i just i think there's one running back there yet that's better than damian pierce that i would rather have for the future and that's james cook he's on a better offense more scoring opportunities i don't, I don't see them re-signing devin singletary next year so i think they're starting to see what they can get from james cook and he'll be their 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 I don't think Buffalo's ever going to have a bell cow, but I think he's going to be the majority shareholder there of the touches, of the scoring opportunities, enough touches to make him a borderline RB1, RB2 there. So so James Cook is my uh, 11th rate in that. Like it. Jake? I, I just don't I, – I expected big things from James Cook this year, and he just – they gave him the opportunities, and he did – he – he didn't take him. Um, I I just he knocked. He's out of my first. Play last now. week. What? Did you watch him he play did, last week? He he didn't do anything special. I don't. I didn't watch the game, but he scored. Did he score? Yeah. He didn't have. Yeah, like he had less than ten touchdowns. points. He had like a thirty-yard touchdown, something like that. But he had seventeen points. Eighteen actually. Yeah. Seventeen points. Oh, okay. That's your boy, Jake. James Cook was your boy. He was. He was. Uh, I just said, the games that I watched, you know, it's not like I watch them every, I I didn't watch last week because the game was on TV. Um, But the games I watched, he just, he's not, he's not what I thought he was. Hey, just see if you're wondering about the Badger game. Our fat punter just ran for a first down. That's how sad it's gotten for us. We're still down seven to three. Sorry to interrupt you, Jake. Uh, so we're at eleven. Yeah, I'll tell. I probably take Jamison Williams at eleven. You know, a chance that he might he might turn out and he might come back from his injury. Uh, I, I'm just really worried about him coming back from his injury. Uh, why did it take so long? You know, is it? It's been a long time, and he's hasn't even been a full year yet. I know, but. National Championship uh, ACL. He was supposed to be back a lot earlier. That's why it worries me. Um, We yeah, but you say supposed to be guys. Guys with his ability don't have the greatest luck with coming back from injury. Those that bad injuries too, early on in their career. Yeah, I I kind of go I kind of go back to Kevin White for the Bears. Um, My headset just keeps breaking. Um. 
he was a kind of he was that kind of guy, you know, a speed big speed guy. And once he lost his legs, they never came back. Kevin so, White, another one, happy. first wide receiver taken in. Uh, he was my first rookie draft, and he was the first wide receiver taken. And another Check guy that. Oh my gosh. Are, are we are we comparing Jamison Williams to Kevin White? Are I'm we comparing not. anybody to Kevin White? Kevin he White was, was a, never really, was never in anybody. But he, he was an excitement coming out of college. Really good prospect coming out of Wide college. Receiver one coming and out of got college. Hurt, he got hurt in training camp, and once he came back from his injury, he never was the same. Yeah, he's another he one did. that I talked about, you know, that wide receiver one coming out that busted. Throw him with Corey Davis and the kill here. Because you're, you're talking like Jamison Williams is a somebody. Jamison Williams is a nobody right now, he's too. Done nothing yet. I'm just asking if you're trying to compare somebody to Kevin White. That's <laughs> yes. all I... Yes. All right. Fair. I think a little two different wide receivers, but, I mean, yeah. If if Jameson Williams doesn't do anything in his career, it's a very great comparison. You could throw that with the uh, treadwell. You could do it with, uh, God, what was the, go. Dotson's, the Dotson's name from uh, Washington? He was another Jameson guy that Williams. used the Washington is more like a Will Fuller. Yes, but I think a more polished route, route runner. Yeah, probably, yes. But if he turns into a Will Fuller, I mean, Will he, Fuller he, carried he, some he teams. Yeah, other than he played Ooh, eight games a year. Yeah. yeah. All right, my final guy. he's on steroids. <laughs> my final guy, it was between two running backs. So James Cook was in the mix on this one. But I actually went a different route. Um I don't think the guy that's been blowing up on this team as of late is going to be there much longer. He's an older running back. I'm, I'm going with Isaiah Pacheco. So he's a guy that I got in the fifth round. Um, a lot of drafts, a lot of, he probably didn't even get drafted in a lot of leagues. Um, boy, he's we definitely, have a fifth round. yeah. Uh, but you guys have fourth round with 14 teams. So basically sure. you kind of have a fifth round, but yeah, Isaiah Pacheco, he's, He's their he's their starting running back. Yeah, Jarek McKinnon has definitely been a stud as of late, more of the pass catching back. But Jarek McKinnon, he's got to be 27, 28 now. He might be th- 32. Yeah, he he's 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 definitely up there, and he's another guy that's been injury prone his entire career. We can, Kim, is it fair to say Clyde Edwards-Alaire is done? Yes. Like he's not even a threat anymore. You know, he'll be the guy to come in there and just kind of sub in, but. Pacheco doing what he's doing in a, I mean, he's, you talk about out of all guys on this list, who's had the biggest uphill climb. He's had to surpass a first round rookie or a first round running back that they drafted two years ago. Um, I'm sure there's other running backs too on the team. I can't think there was that Gore guy, Derek Gore. That was also on the team that he, who came on last season that he surpassed. They cut, What's his face, Daryl Williams, and yeah. he was. I mean, he he wasn't even a top running back in the Big Ten last year. No, but he's just found the right team. They're yep. kind of like Buffalo. I mean, James Cook, talent wise, is better, but Josh Allen is always going to be a threat with his legs. He's always going to take, especially at goal lines. He's, I would say, it's more likely he's going to run it in than a running back where right. Patrick Mahomes is willing to hand it off rather than run it in. So I think that was kind of my play right there. I mean, 
they're so interchangeable, but yeah, Isaiah Pacheco, boy, return on investment right there. You know, if you yep. drafted him <laughs> late, I mean, I flipped him basically for a first. So you did, I did. He was part of a trade package. Yep. So, all right, Eric, who's your final one? My last one's Damian Pierce. It's he's kind of interchangeable with James Cook, but I'm just going to put him one spot behind. He's going to be on a better team next year. He's they're going to have a new quarterback, probably new coaching staff. Um, just just a better team because um, it can't get any worse than it did this year. But I just don't think that he has the same skill set that James Cook does or the same scoring opportunities that James Cook is going to have. Um, so for that reason, I just had to put him one spot behind in 12th. Yeah. Jake, who's your final one? 12, Traylon Burks. Uh, he falls He falls for me um, not only because of injury, um, but his kind of, I don't know, his situation's not great either. Like, what? how is this situation going to change in the next year or two, you know, where they're probably going to get a veteran quarterback and they could be in the same situation. I, I'd still be a happy with him at 12, but that's why he falls for me. So I, I was listening to stuff um, over the weekend on a lot of my drives back and forth from Christmases. And it sounds like Tennessee's coach, Rabel, is on the hot seat, especially if they don't win yeah, the that, division. Yeah, that, that would change a lot. It sounds like he's – it's likely he gets let go. Yeah. Why? He's I mean, been, yeah, he's, he's, done, he's done well, but they're offensively – I mean, I, maybe they're seeing it too that you need a, you need a pass-first offense. And Vrabel, he wants to play defense, and he wants to run the ball. Well, yeah. writing's on the wall that Derrick Henry's – yeah, you struck gold with Derrick Henry, but good luck finding another Derrick Henry. So the Bears did that after a 10-win season with Lovey Smith. It hasn't worked out great for him. Right. Yeah. Lions did it with Caldwell, too. And then they went on to lose a lot, a lot of years and finally yeah. turned it around. But, yeah, it sounds like he's on the hot seat. I, I'm honestly hoping – I have nothing against Rabel. I have nothing against Tennessee, but – for Traylon Burke's purposes, I want them, I want him gone and change up the offense a little bit. So there's one guy that didn't make the list on anybody's list that was in the top 10 or top, top 12 of the consensus rankings. I can't think of who it'd be. Should I know? I listed him off. He was actually number seven. He would have been eight in Superflex, but seven and one quarterback. Robinson? Quarterback? Robinson. What are you talking about? Ryan I'm saying Ryan. in Superflex, he was ranked number eight, the consensus rankings. One quarterback, he was seven. He's got to be a wide receiver. Right? Yep. yep. I'll give you guys five more seconds. Can you give me a, what division he's in? AFC. That's, that's the I'll give you the conference. I know, but I'm trying to West. Don't you say it. I'm going to be like the... Kadarius Tony? No. Skymore. What? Skymore. Oh, duh. Skymore is one of those that he jumped went way up the board. three in our draft. And he's a guy. Okay, so I'm still very high on Skymore. He's. You I'm talk not. about a guy that hasn't been injured and that just can't get on the field. He hasn't found it with Patrick Mahomes. He has one year of college experience as a wide receiver. This is his second year playing wide receiver. He's definitely still learning the game, but. He played 
every game they, this season. Yeah. They obviously he played every game and he didn't him. do shit. Yeah, he hasn't done shit. How, I, I'm, how much is he, yeah. Like, why would he be in my top 12? Like, he's, he's not in my top 12. I'm just saying, like, yeah. he actually, you know, these other guys actually have produced as rookies right. on much worse teams with, with much worse offenses and much worse quarterbacks. Exactly. I'm not taking Sky Moore in my top 12. No. No. And I want I want to say he'd be one of my buys in the offseason, but what you're going to spend on him, you're likely to, you're definitely going to spend more for Jameson Williams because the upside for Williams is way higher than Sky Moore. Sure. But, you know, some guys you're not going to get that too. Yeah. You're not yeah, going to get that big of a discount for Sky Moore because guys probably drop most leagues, probably drafting them mid to late first round or early second. And the most you're probably going to pay for him is a third at this point. Right. I, I mean, I'd pay, I'd, I'd pay for a third for him. I'd pay a second for him, but I'd nobody's going to give him up for a second. No, right. They're no. going to want a first. Right. So, no. Well, it, they'll sit on him and see what he does because they're already invested. So why, why give up? Right. Yeah. I mean, kind of like what I figured. I figured our list wouldn't vary too much between super flex and one quarterback. I assume Kenny Pickett would be just because of the quarterback how yeah. important quarterbacks are super flex. I'd probably have him towards the end, but so I'm not a big I, guy. It, it depends on the situation at 12. Like, obviously if you're at 12, you probably had a pretty, you had a good team. You know, maybe your quarterback situation is maybe your whole team situation is good. And it's like, screw it. I'll just take Kenny Pickett. And I'll, then I could have a bye week quarterback. And then the guy who's one, one, doesn't get a quarterback right you know they don't have a starter quarterback so yeah well that was fun it's fun to look back in time and you know look at some of our mistakes because there's a couple that i pass on that i wish i would have taken you know, just i don't remember at- what spot it was but ken walker fell to like middle to late first round in our draft and i thought that was crazy at the time and it looks really bad now so yeah. I guess it was just the it was it was the 106 and a 14 team, but I even, How, even even that time I thought that was far. But people were scared oh. of the Rashad Penny thing, right? And the uncertainty with Geno Smith, which I'm still not certain Geno Smith is the guy. But there was a lot well, that happened. R- Rashad Penny getting hurt solidified it, but that was dependent on another player's injury right. for that player's success, but. Had he's we done good this, when he's in he's good had we done this even week three week four when penny was the guy who was just going off and walker was barely getting carries i could see a lot of us not even have walker at the top two top three i would have kept him because i just it, but i i could see a lot cool. of people like jumping off ship real early yeah. nope. so it's no, that just, was fun. It, it, it's crazy because we, if if we did the same thing next week, it'd probably be a little bit different. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, all of a sudden a quarterback goes to another team, and or a guy has a big game. Yeah, it depends. So we did the twenty twenty three, who we liked as top seven. We just did our redraft in twenty twenty two class. Coming up this off season when we do our dynasty talk, we'll do a ranking a top first round of the 2022 and 2023 class combined 
we'll combine the classes and do a a little draft to see what hmm. be a little fun it'd be fun to compare the classes and see which class dominates or not jake your brain hurting right there yeah this Considering Jake didn't make his list before we started this podcast, it's not going to hurt his brain to do this. He made a list. He just stopped at five. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't make a list at all. Awesome. I just know. Right. I just, I'm just that wise at all these players, and I just know them. All right. Well, that's all we have for episode 21 of the Derek's Makeable podcast. These past two weeks have been a little bit longer than – some may like, but once we get talking dynasty, we just can't stop. That's it's exciting stuff. And I definitely have enjoyed these past two podcasts. You know, anytime we can talk dynasty, I, I could just keep on going. So best of luck to Ben Binder and Andrew Ferguson. Also, best of luck for the third and fourth place game, Tyler Dictanus versus Jonah Curley. Sorry, I slipped my mind. Um yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of money on the line for that third and fourth place get, game. I don't want to skip over that, um, but best of luck. Reminder, Sunday, January 8th is our end-of-season party at the Annex starting at noon. That's in Plavla, Wisconsin. Still not a lot of people on the sign-up sheet, but I've had some people reach out to me that said they will be going that aren't on there. So, yeah, hopefully it won't just be me, Eric, and Jake. I already i am sick of seeing these guys, so it'd be nice to see other people there. Rude. Yeah, well, hey, we're going out Friday night together. So if you're in Platteville and you're a mega bowler, come find us. We'll we'll be you out. Know. Yep, I'll buy you a drink if you come out. So, all right, well, that's it. Like I said, happy uh, holidays, happy New Year's to everybody. Next week we'll be rolling in a new year, bringing a new year with the new champion. And this next week's will episode will be the final episode of the season. After that, I hope to get Tim Stokes in here so we can do. And America's Funniest Home Videos After Dark episode, he'll reveals, reveal some of the naughty tapes that were sent to him for America's Funniest Home Videos. And then we will take a mini break before we get into our dynasty. So, set best of luck. And that's it for our podcast. As a wise man once said, word to your mother. See you.